want to increase the average transaction value per customer. Every checkout page where you are asking for someone's credit card details it will have an order bump and an upsell behind it. He has made our clients over $25 million in revenue. Hello and welcome to the Art of Selling Online Courses. We're here to share winning strategies and secret hacks from top performers in the online course industry. My name is John Ainsworth and today's guest is Josip Bellina. Now Josip is our Head of Funnel Strategy. He works directly with our clients and he manages a team of account managers. Over the course of the work that he's done in the last few years here, he has made our clients over $25 million in revenue with $12 million this year alone. And what I want to do today is I want to go through what's the overall system? What is it that we actually do? So we cover lots of details. We go through order bumps and upsells and sales pages and email promotions and Christmas promotions, all this kind of thing, right? But what's the overall system so you have an overall idea of how this whole thing works? Now, before we get into that, I want to ask you, do you hate this podcast? Do you find it annoying? Do you find my voice offensive? Do you hate my hair if you're watching the, the YouTube videos? What is it that you don't like about this? Or do you love something about it? Do you think this podcast is fantastic and you really want to just share that information with us? Well, if either of those things is the case, just leave us a five-star review with all of the details and we're going to read that out live on air. If you've got a guest that you want to promote, that you want to tell us we should be getting in touch with such and such a person, a marketing guru, a course creator, or somebody running a membership site, then let us know in a five-star review. We'll read it out, and we're going to go find that person and ask them if they want to come on the podcast. Here's a recent five-star review of this podcast. This podcast is a must for anyone selling online courses or memberships. Incredibly useful content and easy-to-understand format. Highly recommended. If you want your review read out live on air, just leave us a five-star review and we're going to read that out right here. Josip, welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here again. So we've got this overall system that we run and we run it consistently and it works incredibly and on average increases people's revenue five times. Tell people what it is. What is it that we actually do? Start at the beginning with what we're doing for clients and we'll kind of work way, our way through the whole thing. Mm, sounds good. Uh, so we start with an audit. An audit basically allows us to understand what the business does. We do a KPI analysis, which is the most important part. We map out people's funnels, which is the second most important part because it gives you a visual representation of what's actually happening within the business. And then combining that with a KPI spreadsheet uh, allows us to make informed uh, decisions for the strategy going forward. We, uh, we then also understand and do customer avatar analysis and come up with a customer language document, which then long-term helps with copywriting and crafting compelling messages and stories. And then based on that, we try to figure out what is it that you actually want to do and what is the lowest hanging fruit. Based on that, we come up with a roadmap for the next three to six months and then sometimes even about a whole year of what needs to be done. We also map out the entire last 12, 13 months of email promotions that someone did. That way we can show that this is normally the strategy that you were implementing to get to X. This is a strategy that's gonna help you to get to 5X if implemented correctly over the next, let's say six months or a year. Beautiful, okay, cool. So first thing there was the KPI spreadsheet. Lots of people listening, probably you, dear listeners, you're listening to this, are thinking, ah, oh, I can't be asked with that. I don't like KPI spreadsheets. It's incredibly important. It's really, really, really important. You should be doing it. If you go back and you listen to episode 76, then Josip spells out what the steps are, how you actually build out that KPI spreadsheet. 
So then the next thing that you said about there was a customer avatar. So here we're doing a customer avatar survey, and then we're doing the analysis, creating the customer avatar document and the customer language document as well. And Monica has talked about that in some of the promo- some of the uh, episodes that she's done before. So for example, episode 12, learn how to improve your copywriting and warm up your audience. Then Monica's probably covering in that one some stuff about uh, customer avatar. And again, in episode 104, overcoming customer objections. So then the next thing you said was about mapping out the current funnel. And we use a tool called Funnelytics uh, to do this. And the idea is you map out each step of the funnel, like what actually happens. Someone gets to your website, then what happens next, then what happens next, then what happens next. If you're sending out email promotions, how often you're sending them, what's, what kind of, how long are the email promotions, where are you sending people to, all of these steps of what you've got in place at the moment. And that allows us then to have that basis of, okay, now let's map out what we're going to change. What are you missing? And we're going to go through all of those tactics and show you what the actual structure is right now. Are you missing order bumps? Are you missing upsells? Are you missing enough email promotions, etc.? Cool. So we've got all that stuff in place, right? We've gone through, we've done the audit, we've created the roadmap, we've figured out what somebody needs to be doing over the next six to 12 months. What happens next? Mostly, uh, the lowest hanging fruit after you have all the fundamentals in place. So meaning that you know your numbers, meaning that you have the avatar and everything around that meaning that you understand your lead intake is then maximizing what you get out of your email list. So we kind of sprint towards doing the email promotions first because that's generally what's going to impact your revenue the most. We also then work uh, sometimes before, sometimes after, but more or less in the first two months, we will start working on lead magnet optimization. So you want more people, if you have a decent following on social media, decent traffic, you want as many people as possible to join your email list. And normally people will have around 0.5, maybe 1% of people that are landing on their site, joining the email list, which means that if you have 100 people uh, viewing your content, you'll get maybe one subscriber if you're lucky. That's what most people have. We then tend to get that up to 2 or 3%. But is that first? Are you doing that first or is first thing to actually send the email promotion? First thing is ideally sending the email promotion. Uh, Depending on the audit, it could be optimizing lead intake, but generally let's focus on email promotion for the same. All right, cool. Let's start with that one then. Let's take people through in the order that we normally do it. Yeah, uh, we'll do an email promotion. And then the email promotion follows our strategy uh, of eight emails within a week with a warm-up before that sending people to a funnel that has an at least one upsell and at least one order bump. So that part never changes. We start with the best performing products. We figure out what the best performing products are in the audit. And we go from there. So we know what we love. And then we try to get that to at least one email promotion a month, ideally two. But start with one email promotion a month and do them every month. Beautiful. Okay, cool. So the first thing, the thing that makes the biggest difference there is run these email promotions and get these started and run them every month, maybe two, uh, but at least one promotion every month. And we've got this email sequence that goes out. What is the structure? Talk people through what's the structure of the warm up, and then give just a very, very high level overview of like what kind of emails are we sending in that promotion? So three warm up emails before one week before the email promo starts, they need to talk about certain things that you will have as part of your course that you will be promoting. Um, so three emails there. During the promotion, we normally send eight emails from Monday to Sunday 
following a copywriting strategy that's called gain logic fear. Gain is the announcement email. So gain logic fear, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, we send the FAQ email, which is similar to an FAQ section on your website. And then a future proof email, basically telling them, if you use my course, this is what your life is gonna look like over the next three or six months. Uh, and then we end with a going, going, gone campaign that's focused heavily on scarcity and urgency with countdown timers, uh, where we send a going number one email on Saturday, going number two email on Sunday, and then a gone email on Sunday, basically focusing on the campaign ending at midnight. There is one tactic that we always use, which is we'll leave the cart open on Monday, because some people will not be looking at their email inbox during the weekend, and then on Monday, you will get about 10% of overall number of sales. You can expect to get the most sales when you start the campaign, when you announce it, and then at the very end of the campaign, when you focus on the scarcity and urgency. Cool. Okay, so we've got the warm-up emails, which is the pain agitation solution ones, and then we've got eight emails over seven days, which is gain, logic, fear, frequently asked questions, future casting, going, going, gone. Great. Okay, so that's the overall structure. And if you want to get into the details of that, and see like how do you actually write that whole email process the warm-up emails is episode 93 um, emails for different decision makers episode 84 and then other ones would be learn how to improve your copywriting and warm up your audience episode 12 listen to those three episodes and you're going to understand more about the overall structure of those email sequences cool so what's next you've got the email promotion written what's the next thing you need to, to work on for a client to have a good uh, successful promotion you want to increase the average transaction value per customer, which means that at okay. this point you need to start focusing on upsells and order bumps. Ideally, every place, every checkout page where you're asking for someone's credit card details it will have an order bump and an upsell behind it. So you then make sure that all of your offers have that. Great. Okay. In episode 95, I cover the order bump advantage, increase your online course earnings, and that's gonna show you some more information about order bumps. Talk to me then about the sales page, because that's an important part of this process as well, isn't it, optimizing mm -hmm. the sales page? Exactly. Uh, optimizing the sales pages is the next step after you have upsells and order bumps and after you start doing email promotions. We assume that the lead magnet optimization is being done in the back end during all of that, because you can do that. Uh, so now you start optimizing the sales page. There, there are 15 elements that you need to focus on. I'm not going to go through all 15. I'm just going to mention a few things about above the fold. 80% of the click-through rate, mostly, that you'll have from the sales page to a checkout page will happen above the fold. So you need to have a compelling headline that makes people understand what you're offering them. You need to have ideally a good video or a mock-up of your product, but the video generally works a lot better. Two, three minute stops. You don't need to have a, a VSL of 15 minutes there, you know. Uh, a simple video explaining what the offer is, getting them to click through the, the checkout page and the call to action button, a clear call to action button without any distractions, uh, some trust elements like trust badges and ideally uh, you would have a countdown timer on there. One thing to note is that um, you don't want to have any other distractions on the sales page. So there are two things that someone can do on a sales page. One, click the call to action button, go to your checkout page. The other one, close the checkout page, close the sales page. There are no more info here, learn more there, no. So just those two things. If they are on a sales page, they either buy or they do not. All right, cool. So 
We've got the 15 crucial elements to a high-performing sales page. We've covered a few of them here. If you want to hear what the rest of the elements of a sales page are, then listen to episode 16 with Monica about how to create high-converting sales pages. So that's the sales page. And then the next step is the checkout page. So what's, uh, do we do work on that? Do we, do we generally find that makes a difference? Absolutely. You want to minimize distractions there, uh, focus on the forms that people need to fill. Ideally, they fill as little as possible. So ideally, their basic information, their email and their credit card details. They're selling info products. So generally, you don't have to ask them for where they live uh, and their shipping address and stuff like that. So that eliminates some traction there. You also want to explain what the next steps are when they purchase. So and enter your credit card information here. This is what the next steps are going to be. Uh, you can show them with one step one, step two, step three. You want to have some social proof there, trust badges as well. And the most important thing as part of that uh, uh, checkout page would be having order bumps. If you want to know about checkout pages, check out uh, episode 88, which Yosip uh, covers a whole, ep- a whole episode about how to improve your checkout pages. So here's what we've got so far. Every month you're running these email promotions. There's 11 emails, three warm-up emails, eight emails over the course of the week. You're sending people through to a sales page, which you optimize. We've talked a bit about that. Then to a checkout page that's optimized. Then you have an order bump and you have an upsell. That's what you do. And then what happens the next month, Yosip? The same thing. Do it again. (laughs) Do it again the next month and the month after that and the month after that. And you repeat until rich. Now, what's some of the things that then are stopping people from doing that every month? What's kind of some of the issues? I'm guessing we've got mindset issues about sending this and then the fact that people don't have enough courses to promote to do this every month. There is also not having enough time. uh, Because if you are a one-man band or if you have a VA, uh, it's not easy to pull that off. Mm -hmm. However, uh, creating a system around that is super important. Being able to do this regularly will make you more money, which means you should have enough money to invest basically building a system for that to happen. Yeah, perfect. Mindset issues are also, as you said, things that happen. However, when you start making money, when you see that first month being your best month ever, which normally happens with our clients, I think all of our clients in the last year, when they started working with us, they had their best month ever the following month. Mm. All right, cool. So we've got that happening every month. And then you mentioned about optimizing the lead intake. What does that mean? Like high level overview of that? Um, adding uh, adding pop-ups with uh, your lead magnets on scroll percentage, adding pop-ups on exit intent, showing the lead magnet on your most visited pages, which is normally a home page, and then some blog pages that are generating traffic and making sure that you have good landing pages for your lead magnet. And if you have social media, linking from social media regularly. If you have a YouTube channel, pinning that top comment with a lead magnet regularly. Brilliant. Okay. Episode 10, how to increase your opt-in rates in just four steps with our funnel strategy lead, Josip Lina. So that's another one to go check out if that's the step that you're going to work on next. Cool. Okay. What happens after that? So someone's got their email, they've got the customer avatar, they've got the customer avatar, they've got their KPI spreadsheet. They've got their funnel map. They've mapped out what they're going to do in terms of promotions for the next six to 12 months. They're running their email promotions. They're optimizing their sales pages, checkout pages, order bumps, upsells. They're doing that every month. They're optimizing their lead intake. Is there anything else? Is there any more to the system than that? Or do they just need to keep doing those things? Uh, You keep doing those things, but there is one thing that we also need to mention, which Mm -hmm. is what happens if you don't have enough courses to run Mm -hmm. an email promotion for six to 12 months? 
you can uh, splinter content from your best performing courses or from your pillar content pieces and then send those email promotions out. So smaller, if you have a $500 course that has 10 modules, you can probably splinter two of them and sell them for $97. So you do that. And there is one other thing that people often overlook, uh, making the offers better, offer optimization, adding guarantees and bonuses. That's where the customer avatar uh, comes in handy. Uh, making sure that they use testimonials, customer language, and social proof in basically everything that they do. Uh, so as you are doing these email promotions, you're also gradually making your offers better, which then long-term uh, gets you more and more people to buy. All right, and then where does the tripwire funnel fit in? When does that start getting worked on? So uh, if you talked to us, let's say three years ago, we would tell you it's the first thing to do. However, mm -hmm. it's not. It's actually the last thing to do because all of these are online business fundamentals if you're selling info products. So if you know you have a steady source of leads, uh, you want to make sure that you maximize the output uh, that those leads get you. With email promotions, regular email promotions, ups and, uh, upsells and order bumps, you will get there. The next thing is then the tripwire funnel. So as the last thing, you set up a tripwire funnel. So basically, you have a lead intake, all of those leads get redirected to a tripwire sales page, which is a page that um, is selling uh, low end pro low ticket product. So something for seven, 17, 27 bucks. Uh, that's going to be the entry point to your world. Cool. Okay. And then that has that whole all those steps that we just covered in doesn't it? The sales page, checkout page, order bump, upsell, um, all of these kinds of things. Exactly. And you now why is there? Why do we do it last? What's the rationale for doing that last rather than first? Because we want to maximize the revenue first and we want to make sure that we are utilizing enough of the email list that people currently have. Uh, and the last, uh, the tripwire funnel is basically last because when you have a steady source of income, when you have doubled or tripled your revenue, the next thing you want to do, because the way you go from one, from where you are now to 5x is not going to be the same as going from that 5x to then 2xing all of that that you, where you are now, right? Uh, so let's say you go from 20 to 100,000. Uh, doing that is going to be different. Well, going from 100,000 now to 200,000 is going to be different than what you did to get to those 100,000. With a tripwire funnel, long term, when you get to a point where the KPIs make sense, which means uh, you get 3 4% keep, uh, conversion rate on the tripwire funnel, uh, you get solid conversion rates on the order bumps and the upsells. At that point, you can start scaling with ads. That's the main thing. So a tripwire funnel is not going to make you a millionaire right away. However, it's going to pay for the leads. So basically, it's an almost infinite number of almost infinite free leads. If <laughs> okay, so... Let me let me give another reason why you do the tripwire funnel last because a lot some people get really tempted by working on this earlier. The so let's say you get ten thousand leads per month onto your email list, and you put up a tripwire funnel. That means that every month ten thousand people are seeing that funnel. If you have already from your ten thousand uh, leads a month got two hundred thousand people in your email list. That means that every month there's 200,000 people who are seeing the email promotion. So the email promotion 
is in front of a lot more people than the tripwire funnel. So it makes you a lot more money. So that's where the bulk of the money is in your in your business. The point of the tripwire funnel, you set that up, you might make, let's say, you've got 10,000 people seeing that a month. You might make like 10,000, 20,000, maybe more per per month from that. But it's not going to be anywhere near what you're making from your email promotions. The real thing, the real point that like Yosef just said of the tripwire funnel is, yes, you make some money from the organic leads that come through, that 10,000, 20,000, whatever per month. But the majority, the, the real point of doing it is you then get the chance to optimize that funnel, make it work really, really well, and then you can start running ads into it. And that allows you to have this new traffic source that allows you to scale a business way further. And that's something that's difficult. It takes a whole bunch of time. Building the tripwire funnel is a bunch of work. Optimizing it is a bunch of work. Running ads and testing that until that works is a bunch of work. You don't want to do that first. First of all, do the fundamentals, run the, run the email promotions every month, get the hang of doing that, optimize the lead intake, then build the tripwire funnel, then look at scaling it with ads. Like how long typically do you find with our clients is it taking before we're starting to get to that point of, of scaling with ads with the tripwire funnel? About nine months. Yeah, and that's with us doing it. Like this is our this is our job. This is all the only thing that we do, and we're working on that for the client. If you're doing this as like a one man band, or you've got a small team, or something like that, it's going to be way down the line. You there's a whole bunch of stuff you need to get the hang of doing first, and then you get onto this. So that's that's basically it, right? That's the whole system as it as it currently stands. Exactly. Now, why isn't it more complicated? Why are we not doing seven other things? Why are we not doing webinars? Why are we not doing video sales letters? Why are we not got launches and challenges? And what, why have we not got all these other stuff that people can do? Because this is the 80-20 of it all. Mm -hmm. We have tested all of that over the last five and a half years. We've tested a lot. And we've cut that down to the simplest way or a roadmap that you can have to scale your business. Uh, if you don't have this in place, there is no reason why we would have a webinar, more or less. Uh, some people might, but, you know, 9 out of 10 people will not need a webinar here. Uh, launches. It's super time-consuming. An email promotion generally does 80% of what a launch would do in 10% of time. So this is, it has been tested. We have tracked KPIs on about 100 clients or, or so. And this is the simplest roadmap that we can have in order for you to 5x your revenue. Perfect. So basically what we've done, we've tested everything. We've done all those things and we found these are the ones that work the best. So why would you do anything that isn't the stuff that works the best? Just do the stuff that works the best and then just ignore everything else. There are times when webinars make sense. There are times when launches make sense, but it's it's relatively rare. This is the system that works, like Yosef saying, for 90% of people, 90% of the time. This is what we always do for all of our clients. And as you can see, it works fantastically. Don't overcomplicate it. This is already a bunch of work. Don't overcomplicate it by doing more stuff. Don't expand out further than that. Just do these things consistently. I work with a personal trainer and he constantly reminds me, it's like, just do the workouts and eat the amount of calories you're supposed to and the amount of protein you're supposed to. And it's like, Man, that's difficult on its own. I, I keep, I, I'll, you know, watch some article on you, you know, video on YouTube, whatever, and have some new idea. And he's like, "No, John, just do the, th do the fundamentals that we already talked about it, but just do it every single week, every single day." So that's the overall system. Um, if you want to see another representation of that, another way of trying to understand that, then you can watch our webinar. Go to datadrivenmarketing.co/webinar, and that's going to go through what I basically take you through that whole system um, in, in, in that in a 
visual format in the, in the webinar, mapping it out on funnels, making lots of bad jokes, all that kind of stuff. So if you found this interview useful and you want to get future episodes, subscribe wherever you listened. Um, thanks so much as always for listening. And Josip, thanks so much for coming on the show. Sure, happy to be here always.